Welcome to 24 Legacy Talk, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for 24 Legacy on Fox in the UK and Fox in the US. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today is David. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Um, so yeah, we're here to talk about 24 Legacy, which is season 1, episode 5, which is um, 4 to 5pm. Uh, what did you think of, of this episode? Um, I, there were a few issues I have with bits of this episode, which okay. I'm sure we'll get to, but, uh, it was, it was fine. Um, I, I thought, you know, you, <clears throat> it, it was a little, felt a little bit filler in places. I don't know. I, I, wasn't I, can, I can see what you mean a little bit by that. And I have do, I do have one, one particular, um, line or note that I wrote down. It was just a, a thing that just to write down because it was, a, it was a thing that happened, but it was a thing that didn't really go anywhere. Um, yeah, I, I spoke a couple of weeks ago about knowing a spoiler for the show, and that was that Ben was going to die. I didn't know how or when exactly, so that was still a a relative surprise. Although it started to make sense as that as that particular scene went on more and more. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I knew that that was going to happen, so it's unfortunate. But I, I'm glad I didn't know exactly when and like what episode. So yeah, um, yeah. It's still a bit of a surprise. Plus, plus, I think I think the the fact that Ben was going to die at some point, I think was was fairly well signposted from early on. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, so yeah, I don't think it's like, a great shot. He didn't seem to have much control over what was kind of going on in his, no. in his life and his involvement with this guy Gabriel. Um, yeah, well, I I quite like this episode a lot. After because um, I watched a couple of things immediately after I'd watched Twenty Four and sort of. Didn't I like, forget about it? I still had it in the back of my mind and stuff, and then sort of went to do a, a sort of second uh, note take watch. Um, thought about the episode a bit more, and I I really quite liked this, this episode. I um I do agree there was some filler bits and pieces. One um one of which is hopefully sorted now, which is this thing with Neela, because uh, Rebecca tells her that um the evidence was fabricated and that sort of thing. So hopefully that particular that part of that particular storyline is hopefully done. Um, of yeah. course we'll still see the character again in that um, but I really like the bit at the end with Eric and like him calling it CTU and all that sort of thing and things like getting out of hand and um, yeah. the character of Gabriel was kind of interesting um, for as little as he lasted um, yeah because yeah, that's just you know, terrorists don't like to um, face their punishment and things like that so they um, he, they find other ways of getting out of it yeah. Um thought the Amira storyline was okay. Didn't think it was quite as interesting as what it has, it has uh been. Um but it was interesting to see her continue with that. Um yeah, it, it was it was pretty good, I thought. Um t- talking quickly about the mole's suspicion that we had of uh Henry. Um I've I still started sort of th- thinking about moles in the past and that and how they were dealt with and usually it's a case of they're not caught so quickly at all. Um, it's usually a case of they're like sneaking around for a bit and you see them go in like a dark corner of CTU or something and they're making a phone call to someone. Um, and we haven't seen that from any of the characters yet. So, um, yeah, I think Neela and Henry were maybe just like dads sort of thing in terms of being moles. Mm. Um, cause I think that there's probably somebody bigger at stake. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the episode. Neela, who I just mentioned, gets told by Rebecca that the evidence has been fabricated um, and she is basically free to go. Neela asks what role John played um, and Rebecca says that John was the one who found the evidence and helped her um, and Rebecca says that she's sorry for um, everything that happened. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty glad that this is kind of sorted out and hopefully it, um, 
hopefully her character can move forward and do something other than being accused of of these things yeah. that she's being accused of. Um, and hopefully we can see her be a bit more involved with the campaign like her character's sort of supposed to. Um, what, what did you think of that? Yeah, um, I, I'm glad they've resolved that. And, you know, she knows that uh, that John didn't um, didn't betray her, which is, is good. Uh, you know, I think... I, yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I think that needed resolving fairly quickly. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. so I'm I'm glad that that's that's been sorted out. Has it been going on since episode one, I think. I, like yeah, bits pretty and pieces much. Pieces in between, like episode one and now. So yeah, it was it was time to resolve this. I think so. Um, yeah, looking forward to to seeing where her character actually goes now that she has something different to do. So yes, yeah, yeah and. Sorry, it sounds like you were gonna you were gonna say something. No, 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 no. no go. On. Yeah, um, and seeing like how her and John actually get on now that they can actually work together. So, um, Amira and her brother Kassan, I probably didn't say that right, but that's how I've written it down. How it looks like it's supposed to be said. So, um, Amira and her brother Kassan go to see their father. Um, it's, it becomes obvious that he's the father of uh, um because he calls them like. Uh, their children and she says papa a few times so it becomes fairly obvious Amira asks if he is hungry and he says always so he's always hungry um, a bit of a strange sort of line to put in but you can clearly tell there's some clear sort of tensions and she's like trying to use some small talk and you know if he says yeah I'm hungry she can like distract the awkward situation and go and cook something which she uh, does uh, they eventually tie him, have to tie him up and leave him, leave him sort of in the house, and he, he suspects something is up. Um, he also says that he had a visitor, one of um, Kassan's drunk friends, who says he hasn't been in to work for weeks because he asks Kassan like how work has been. He says it's been pretty good, and then um, he says, "But your friend says like you haven't been in for weeks." Yeah. And then in a later scene, Amira is um, feeding her tied up father some sort of soup um and he says that he is diabetic which he maybe should have mentioned before i would have yeah. thought maybe she would have maybe known that they're not well both of I them mean, are I mean, young yeah i mean you know he i know he says i i didn't want to worry the kids but really they didn't know he was di- you know i mean if you're if you're a diabetic it's fairly important that people around you know that you're yeah. a diabetic especially your son and daughter whether yeah. he knew i'm not quite sure because she he said that to her he said that to amira instead yeah well it, it sounds yeah. like he'd been keeping it from both the both these children so yeah. yeah you know but i mean i know they're not living together but even so that's that's just yeah because that's to do with like blood sugar levels and stuff isn't it and like yeah, yeah yeah and and you know if somebody goes into diabetic shock and they've not told the people around them that they're they're diabetic they won't know have a clue how to resolve it or what's going on or whether right. the person has an insulin shot or you know mm. so so yeah that that seems a bit stupid to me but yes mm. Um, so a, a bit, a bit, a little bit strange. Um, re- regarding the filler, was this one of the things you were thinking of, or what? What was it? Uh, yeah, a, a little bit. Um, I this this was sort of. I mean, I suppose it, it does give a bit of interesting um, character development to the girl, and you know, she it, it sort of shows that she's not all entirely on board, and it's really the brother driving 
the uh, the attack yeah out of the two of them so i suppose it does have have something and you know she's slowly having you know increasingly having to do things that it seems she doesn't necessarily agree with when it actually comes down to it yeah so you know maybe maybe i'm being unfair saying that i felt that was a bit filler but yeah Yeah, i mean it's uh it's up to you um yeah do you think like what do you think is going to happen to amira because of like her whole undecisive kind of involvement sort of thing do you think she's going to be brought into seat i mean she's not going to be brought in to like help out anytime soon because she's you know i don't know what what do you think might happen to her character um to um, uh, yeah, to Amira, yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, the, the girl. girl, yeah, the teenage girl. I don't. I I suspect she may end up turning um, on on the uh, on the brother at some point, possibly. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, because they are seem to be setting her up for that. She obviously doesn't, or at least she'll flip if she gets caught. I think she'll flip. Yeah, I mean, you you can tell when like how much she was struggling to kill Drew. Yeah, um, and you know we've we've seen terrorists in the, in the past on this show and on other shows as well. Maybe things like Homeland as well, where terrorists like you know they they don't hesitate to sort of take out even their own family if it you know if they think they've been a traitor or anything like that. Um, and when we we sort of see it later with um, the boy that Eric was chasing, and like he he says to the guy that like he doesn't like people that um aren't fully sort of faithful when he he shoots the the guy in the head that that is in a um a later scene you, you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so they, some of them clearly don't have problems taking out their own people but yeah uh amira's definitely on the side of um sort of undecisive she doesn't quite really want to be involved um Going to Isaac and Nicole, Isaac learns of the traitor and asks his men to hand over their phones to see who they've been contacting. Eventually, Eric calls Nicole and uh, he says, don't worry, I will um, sort of get to you soon and try and like get you out of this. Um, one of Isaac's men say to Nicole that she might be able to set him straight because she, he kind of thinks that like he's maybe like losing control sort of thing. Um, I think they need to right uh a way for erica and nicole to be out of this building and get them yeah. to, to do something a bit different i think not necessarily with isaac he hasn't been in there so long but certainly with nicole she's been in there for most of the five episodes um so it would be like it's a bit of the same problem with what we had with um uh john's um campaign manager what was her name yeah, uh, uh, Neela. Yeah, Neela. I was just scrolling up to see her name. Um, yeah, it's a bit like with Neela. They, they needed to get the, both of these characters in, in different situations with Nicole and um, Neela. Um, and Nicole hasn't sort of had that yet. Do you th- what, what else do you think they could really do with her? Because, I mean, uh, Eric has sort of put Nicole here to <laughs> put her with Isaac to protect her, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I, this is this is another bit of the storyline that I could quite happily lose. Okay. You know, yeah. I, 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 at that point, I, I could have been quite happy for Nicole to be whisked away to CTU to a safe house, so they didn't have to worry about her and it'd be done. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and leave Isaac to go back to to his like you know being a gangster or whatever it is that he's doing but uh, yeah i i'm this, this that bit of the storyline starting to annoy me a bit now so i i could quite happily see that uh, that bit have ended 
at this point. But yeah, I agree. yeah, it um, looks like it's not going to. I, I agree with the like putting the coal in a safe place sort of thing, but I also would like them to do something slightly more interesting with her character because, as we saw last week, she's capable of of fighting. We don't know yeah. necessarily who she's capable of fighting, but we know she's capable of some stuff, so it would be good to... I don't know, you can't like put her in the field or anything like that, but... Because, um, you know... Yeah. I know she's a nurse, but not like in with the SWAT team or whatever, or with the CTU team, it just wouldn't quite make sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think she, she's an interesting enough character, it's just they need to do something a little bit different with her. Um, Isaac, I don't mind mind as much, um, but they could also do something. Just get them out of out of that house and just, you know do something else with the characters um so hopefully hopefully that happens soon yeah um anything else you want to say about that uh no no i think okay. we move on to the next bit um back to eric uh sorry ben and eric or eric and ben whatever they go off to see gabriel um i think i've seen this actor before the, the actor of gabriel but i i i couldn't quite, yes um, um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure where I've seen him, but yes. I think he has been an, uh, a villain of something else before. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they go off to see Gabriel and Gabriel gets, it gets Eric to shoot Ben, but he refuses. Gabriel is impressed with Eric's loyalty, but he shoots Ben anyway on the floor. Um, you could see sort of the fear in Ben's face if he, he knew this was kind of the end of the road. Uh, and they take Eric into another room to deal with the sort of schematics and things like that. Um, I, I didn't really feel anything for Ben in, in the scene. One, because I knew he was unfortunately going to go. And two, it, it just became slightly more obvious that that was what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was there was no way Ben was going to get out of that yeah, alive. Really. I, I liked Ben as a character. He was okay. He just was never quite in control enough. Of what he was doing, and you know, he's gotten involved with these terrorists, and that's not a smart thing to do either. So, he just wasn't a very smart or sort of level headed character. Um, it would have maybe been interesting to see him develop into somebody a bit stronger, but um, yeah, they just decided to uh, to kill him off. Um, any thoughts on, on this? Um, what did um, uh, Gabriel, we lost as well, so we can't develop him either which is uh... no we we have we have skipped over one of the oddest bits of 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 that which okay. was them driving to uh them them driving to meet gabriel and he cuts off his beard uh yeah, he ben, trims ben his, um, he, trims car, it, he trims his beard with the smallest pair of scissors known to man and then they cut back to him a bit later and he's entirely clean shaven um which mm. I mean, I, I know he may have had, what was he, wet shaving in the car? I, I, did, I mean, you know, because you, all you saw him was like him trimming with that little pair of scissors. And, and that's such an odd thing in, in that. And that just struck me as very weird because it didn't go anywhere. It wasn't like there was a reason for him to cut off. I know he gave some reason in the, uh, to, of like, you know, well, well, Gabriel likes you to be presentable, but that's such a ridiculous, I just, the whole, the whole, th- that whole thing of him t- really bothered me because okay. it, it just seemed, I mean, I know it's a really, really minor stupid point. No, but I, it, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, it, plus he's not it, dressed smart at all. He's no, in this it, like white, rugged sort of, not necessarily ripped or torn or anything, but sort of rugged sleeve, white sleeve shirt. Um, and Eric's Eric's pretty nicely dressed and nicely presented. Um, so yeah. yeah, if 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 they were, I feel like they could have maybe just gone the whole mile and just have him change 
chat or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of, I, I, my feeling was, you know, if they're introducing him with those scissors as, you know, maybe he gets the upper, maybe that there was a fight that broke out and he got the upper hand and stabbed somebody with the scissors. Or, you know, yeah. th- if there was a reason for him doing it, fine. But, but it, it was basically, um, he shaved and now he's dead. You know, mm. <laughs> they just, it was, it just seemed so utterly pointless unless that's, I, unless they're gonna i don't know there's something gonna come up later on like with his dna or something i i don't know it just <laughs> who knows basically... because we didn't see where he put the hair either no no but it, that, that whole was sequence he putting that hair because he was we saw him kind off and talking to where was he putting it because well, he yeah, was cutting I, off as he was talking to eric wasn't he so i still don't quite understand how he got that that but good of a shave <laughs> driving along in a car it makes no sense at all mm. so yeah I mean, that is you want like to be really careful annoying. with like road bumps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, you know. Well, it would have been great to see him like you know, and, uh, turned up with like bits of tissue paper stuck to his face where he's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's honest. Uh, but yeah, that really annoyed me that section because it, uh, it, it just seemed utterly pointless. Mm. But yes, it, minor minor thing in the story, but I know. But it was just one of it's little things like that that sometimes really annoy me. Okay. So, mm. um, yeah, like. Because we we didn't see him put his hair in the was it like just dropping in the car or um <laughs> yeah. and like we you know m- maybe in between the because there's a few things that happen like um in between these scenes maybe he he shaved then because there, there's a scene <laughs> with like Harry, Henry and Rebecca and that so maybe then but um yeah I yeah. I don't know it just seemed very odd to me okay um. But yeah, did did you like the character of Gabriel before he? Yeah, Gabriel seemed fine. You know, it could have been he's sort of generic bad guy, but um, mm. you know, seemed seemed perfectly okay. Uh, and yeah, interesting that he kind of killed himself at the end, and you know, but rather than be be captured. But uh, yeah, I mean, from the moment they walked into that room, it was pretty obvious Ben was going to get a bullet <laughs> bullet and wasn't getting out of there alive. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, like. I I am okay with him being the kind of average uh, bad guy rather than like a poorly acted bad guy. I mean, he's definitely yeah. not on the level of um, Jack's biggest enemy, that sort of thing. But uh, he, he was good enough. Um, but like I said, he can't really go anywhere now because yes. he's dead, unfortunately. Um, yes. So yeah, uh, they, then, then they take uh, Eric to another room. Ben is on the floor, um, dead. So that's the end of that scene. There is a scene between Henry, Rebecca, and John, um, and this is all I wrote down for the scene because all Henry does is just flat out lie. Um, even yeah. after his and um, after Henry and John's conversation last week, where he's like telling him, he's basically telling him that um, you know, explaining the story of what happened, and then this week he's like acting as if he's never heard of any of it before and like he's talking to Rebecca um Rebecca's sort of standing there and listening and then um John comes in and like calls him a son of a bitch and that sort of stuff slams on the table um and that that's the only sort of part we get of that um yeah uh, I was saying to a couple of people like it's interesting with this show that um you can only do so much in one episode because it's only one hour um yeah so you know, pacing pacing is an interesting thing with the show because you can go too slow, but you aren't allowed to go too fast because yeah. of like the real time uh, strategy of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Henry. Um. 
and see if I mean, it, can can get any evidence or anything like that. So yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's an interesting tactic to to sort of yeah the person that's questioning you is the wife of the person that's accused you, I, and mm. you think that flat out lying, um, is going to work. You know, because uh, uh, she's not going to believe. Why would she believe her father-in-law over her own husband? Uh, you know, I mean, I know he doesn't technically have any evidence, but if the somebody who's running for president, sort of basically, you know, and, and is the husband, he's uh, your husband, turns around and says, "My own father lied about you know, uh, and and he was he's responsible." Mm. Why is she going to believe her father-in-law over her husband? That makes no sense at all. Yeah. So it's a really stupid tactic that he's chosen. Uh, do you think that... Um, what do you think of John as a character? Do you think he's smart? Because I feel like he should maybe have recorded his and Henry's conversation. Unless he did, but he just didn't use it in that scene. Like, yeah. if he was seeing if Henry was going to do the, like, the redeeming thing and like admit to things. Um, but then... And this is because th- John is so annoyed because he does just walk straight out of that room. And I think that if he did record the scene, he would have just said he would yeah. have like tried to do the sort of the thing that he did, and then he would have pulled out a recorder or something. And, and yeah, yeah. It, so, so I d- I don't think he recorded anything. But yeah. it's it's just yeah. Um, I think I mean the the biggest problem that John has at this point is he's running. He's a senator running for what president and. Mm-hmm. You've just basically said that it's going to come out that your father is basically responsible for the death of a whole bunch of um, Marines and the potential and selling stuff for terrorists and a terrorist attack. Mm. I mean, yeah, so he's kind of screwed, really. I mean, unless all that gets covered up somehow. But his presidential thing, he's completely screwed, which is, is the other thing of like, I know he said he did it to. I mean, Henry's Henry's motives were so woefully misguided because there was no. It, it it was one of these things that you're never going to cover anything up that well, and uh, not something this big. Yeah, yeah. So if it ever got out, you if it ever got out, then his campaign screwed. If they blame the campaign manager that's going to cause problems for the Mm -hmm. campaign. And if Henry gets Henry himself does get accused of it, that's going to cause problems for the campaign. So it was such a ridiculous thing to, to try and do. Yeah. Do you think it's a bit like Logan and Martha again of like, if Logan gets caught, um, because he was involved in that big scandal of the killing of, um, president Palmer. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's a bit like that again, but on a, a bit of a, a lower level? Because that got that particular storyline got really like not out of hand, but like it got crazily out of control. And like Logan was um, saying, Martha was, uh, you know, had gone crazy and sort of like was off her medication and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then she, in turn, did have a. Re- I think it was a recording. Um, and then he he she used that against him. Um, speaking of the character of uh, Martha, the actress said that she would like to come back and play as Martha. Yes, yes, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, mm. yeah, so that was interesting. She said in Twenty Four Legacy, but I, I'm assuming that it's kind of all been written at the, at this point. <laughs> yeah, unless they unless they get a second season, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I was thinking about the, like, the future of this show as well, because Fox have been saying the ratings aren't as good as they'd like them to be, and I think that even if Legacy does get cancelled, I still think you have a ton of options with this show. Um, you can do, uh, you can either bring back Jack, or you can have, um, a season with Tony, or you can, you know, I, I think they have enough yeah. options of, of ways to bring the show back, if that does, if that does happen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, whether they would or not, um, whether they want to risk another kind of reboot if this doesn't work, I don't know. Because, I mean, they do want it to work, and it's whether they will try to uh, resurrect it again, I'm not sure. Yeah. It, it's interesting, because it, it's whether it's fundamentally a problem in this day and age with the format, mm. whether the format itself is a problem, yeah, uh, which... It. I've heard a couple of people say that they don't like watching each hour, like, slowly one week at a time sort of thing. Yeah. Which I, I can see that as a um, a, a kind of annoyance and a sort of slow pace, because if you, like, binge watch a show a little bit, or even watch, like, two or three in a row, you don't have to sit and watch, like, all 12. But, um, you know, I can see how, like, one hour, and then next week, one hour, and then that goes on for, mm. like, 12 weeks. It is, um, it's a long process. Um. But I think that if Legacy gets cancelled and then they don't want to do another reboot, if they say to Kifa, like, just come back for one last season, just wrap up Jack's story, kind of bring, you can bring Eric into that, get him out of Russia, finish Jack's story, and then if you don't want to do it as a separate, like, spin-off, just finish 24 in that way. Yeah, so maybe. you can kind of end it quite nicely, because if you have, like, Jack's character currently like, sort of up in the air which he is at the moment and then you cancel Legacy and have Eric's story up in the air and then you mm. leave it like that I think it leaves a bit of like a stain on, on the 24th yeah. franchise of like both his characters stories are like unfinished and nothing is like upcoming and planned sort of thing I mean it, it wouldn't necessarily need to be an entire series you could mm. do it as, as you know one of those sort of two and a half hour like yeah, TV yeah. movie things maybe do that but mm. yeah I don't know. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We still got, we still got like over half the season left. So yeah. Um, and uh, Fox said that we find out in May, which is the deadline that they have anyway, isn't it? In uh, in May. So yeah, yeah. We still have a couple of months, and we'll we'll see what happens. Um. So yeah, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens with um Henry and um and John. Um. But like you said, it's sort of damaging if any of the kind of things happen. Um, and there isn't really, given like what press is like these days and stuff like that, you can't really silently sort of arrest Henry because then what about if, yeah. um, you know, John goes to a, a party thing like he was at in the first yeah, well, he, people exactly. ask, like, where's Henry? Oh, he's, yeah. he's like gone on a trip for three <laughs> years or, or however long it would be. Um, you'd probably go to prison for life for that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, would. So. so, I mean, there's just no hiding it unless uh, unless you killed the guy and then you'd have to cover that up. There is just no hiding it. So, yeah. Killing is a bit more of a way you can sort of cover it up and then, you know, you only have to tell somebody once that somebody has, has died. So, Because uh, yeah. then if you say, oh, he's gone away somewhere and then three years later you have another party or whatever, they say, well, why is Henry still not, not coming <laughs> yeah. back yet? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, I'll have to wait and see how they deal with the character. Yeah. Uh, back to Eric and Ben. Eric is dealing with the terrorists, and uh, they're dealing like with the schematics and all that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, he also says like, "What's the code?" And he he tells him that, uh, and then they they get into the phone. 
Uh, but Eric the Psalms, one of uh, Gabriel's guys. I don't think this guy had a name, so he was just no a goon. random, random yeah. terrorist, yeah. <laughs> random, random <laughs> gun runner. I wonder what his name was in the in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. Uh, so he disarms one of Gabriel's guys and holds uh, Gabriel and the guy at gunpoint. Uh, calls for C- backup from CTU. Gabriel presses a button on his watch. So just remember, if you're holding, um, you know, if you're uh, if you've got somebody you need to keep them trapped or something, take their take their watch off them because you don't yes. know what uh, sort of gizmos they have on them. Because yeah. that's quite quite the thing to have on your watch, especially when somebody tells you to put your hands behind your head and then yeah. you have easy access to the button on your watch. Yeah. Because I sort of thought, well, what is Gabriel gonna do? Eric's got him a clear gunpoint. Uh, um. And then Eric is like really highly trained, so he, I don't think he's gonna mess this situation up. Yeah. Um. So I was like, what's Gabriel gonna? What's he? What's he gonna do? Sort of thing. Um. Like, because he he calls CTU in front of them. Eric calls CTU in front of them, and uh, yeah, he presses this button on his watch, and it comes up um on this computer, which luckily one of his guys were looking at at the time. Although I do, yeah. I do think it made like an alarm kind of noise. I think it did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it did. Uh, so he looks at that, and then they burst in the room. Eric takes all the guys out that he needs to. Uh, Gabriel gets this sort of uh, very mini, like, SNG sort of thing um, and shoots at, shoots at Eric. He dives behind some of the boxes. But then he gets a good shot off uh, Eric, at uh, Gabriel and um, shoots him in the knee. So he, um, I'm assuming he can't walk after that. And then just as CTU are about to come in, um, Gabriel kills himself and is, like, bleeding out on the floor. And then they look at the laptop and they see that the data is erasing himself. And luckily, Eric has the instinct to put uh, Gabriel's thumb on this uh, scanner thing and then um, to stop the data from erasing. And then that's the end of the episode. So re- I really like this, the end of this episode, a lot. Um, it's good that. You, you know, with the iPhones and you have the uh, thumbprint scanner, I've heard that you do have to have a pulse on that particular thumb to, in order to make it work. Oh, right, I, okay. I remember when the the iPhone came out with that, and um, there was news of like you know if if somebody tries to take your iPhone off you and they and they, if they're crazy enough to cut your thumb off, it won't work because that thumb won't have the pulse to unlock the iPhone. Um, it's, and, um, it's yeah, it's possible the guy wasn't entirely dead at that point, maybe, maybe which yeah. is why, why they were sort of rushing to get you know the thumbprint possibly. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but I I just thought about the iPhone thing at the time. Um, yeah. So yeah, the end of Gabriel's character, some nice little action to end the episode. I, I just like the whole like calling in CTU for backup and then they come in and break in and all that sort of thing. I, I really like sort of the action at the end there. Yeah. Because um, that's one of the things I, I love about these this show as well is like when, when our lead character, if it's whether it's Eric or Jack, when they're like just taking terrorists out and the stakes are high and there's some nice action and, you know, either some, there's a bar going up for something, whether it's a bomb or data or gas or... Know, any of anything like that in a sort of racing um against time sort of thing uh there was a scene in i think it was in live another day where uh jack had to process some money on some computer and then there was like grenades and there was swat and all sorts of things and then jack like nicks the laptop at last moment and like presses send um so i i like those scenes quite a lot what, what yeah. do you think um yeah, no, I thought it was a nice bit of action at the end of the episode, uh, you know, and uh, you know, quick thinking on Eric's part. I, I, I do like those those scenes as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think you know, it's just 
as I say, I th- there was a little bit too much filler in the episode as a whole for me. That, uh, but but yeah, I I do like it when when they have action sequences like that at the end mm. is good. Yeah. Um. So obviously the next hour is going to. That's what I like about this show as well that you don't get any sort of strange time skips of any sort because hopefully the next episode either opens up with this from this exact scene or we get the scene a little bit later in the same episode but um i mean either that or we'll open up at like um with with a separate scene and then go to ctu and then see eric dealing with with this uh situation um and then they'll um have maybe some kind of mourning for for ben not like a full funeral or anything because they haven't necessarily got time um but you know they'll obviously bring up his death and kind of deal with that and um uh, do you think Gabriel's the one that's highest up in the terrorists, or do you think it's maybe somebody else in um, the young boys' uh, camp that we mentioned? Well, no, I mean Gabriel. Gabriel End basically was just a, dro- a gun runner, mm. um, and you know we assume that he was the person that smuggled them in. And but he's a high, he's hired help more than anything else. Um, so I, I think the person controlling the actual terrorists is the young lad, is the son. Oh, really? I don't. Okay. Yeah, I I don't think there's anybody above him. I think he's he's the person that's in charge of that. I guess. Hmm. Um. Yeah, we we'll have to wait and see who's who's the the um the king, I guess, of of these guys, and uh, who's the guy at the top. See how um Isaac and Nicole get out of the flat. Well, not how they get out of the flat because they can just walk out, but there's <laughs> no reason to. Yes. Um, and see, you know, where how how and where Tony pops up and apparently there's some history with him and Rebecca, which could be quite interesting, which Keith probably won't like. Um Yeah. Which you can't blame Keith for the way he acts. It's his job and his job is extremely important. Yeah. Um because you know he's the by the books kind of guy. So uh have to wait and see how all that plays out. And there's that part in the trailer where um Rebecca's talking about this guy that they have to like get or something like that and she's talking to Keith and then you see um her say Tony so we'll have to wait and see how um how all that plays out. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Um seven to go. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Um but yes, I, I enjoyed this episode a lot. I I wasn't really thinking about it that much after it finished, but after a second watch and um thinking about it a little more I, I quite liked it. I, I just think the show could do with a slight bit more action. Um, yeah. But then you have to write appropriate situations for for that to happen so yeah um yeah so thanks everybody for listening all the other content is on entertainmenttalk.org so just have a look for that or um find it in your either podcast description or in this post depends on where you're listening to us um you can also find us on twitter at etalkuk there's a link for that as well um we have our email which is entertainmenttalk@hotmail.com, so you can send um your opinions in about 24 and we shall read them and discuss them if you'd like to do so um and we have a patreon which is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and there is also a link for the facebook group which it would be nice if you were to join um which is also in your description as well so go ahead and check out all those things that i mentioned thanks for listening and as always we'll see you on the next piece of content goodbye